so we move into the, the second episode. <laughs> um, so this is pretty much after the the murder <laughs> yeah. of um, of the the guy who ran who's running Bailey's Orson's um, business former old business, and he um, he's going to the call. He he comes to she and um that once again at the hospital with Khan in a coma and um that, you know, Orson Bailey is being held by the police for you know, the, the murder of the murder of um even a, you know, <clears throat> even then though it's kinda of weird because I'm like, how can they prove that? But yeah. you know it is what but I think it's one of those things where they were like, Well, he's on video, <laughs> he's at least a suspect, you know, for being at the scene of the crime, so but um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like you know, once again, this is X Files type of feel, and this yeah. is like the first episode which you'll start to. It's it's weird because it's kind of like a procedural. Yeah. It's a cop procedural, but it's a sci-fi cop procedural, which yeah. is what I really one of the elements really like. It's it's kind of you know like I said, X Files meets Fringe in a way. Yeah. Um, so then um, you know, Tom calls Linda, who wanted to talk at the party, and. Um, and she's not picking up her phone, and Diana tries to talk to him, uh, you know, kind of help him out, and, you know, what, <laughs> this goes back to your thing of yes. Tom being a dick. Yeah, like, what, what, does he do, what does he do when Diana tells listeners? He, he just he, fucking, fucking, just uh, destroys her. He's like, yeah, what does your nine-month relationship have to do with my 11 years of marriage, or, what, or however long he said, but it's, it's like, well... Um, don't take pity on me and don't try to cheer me up and this and that. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, we're at work. Like, we're partners. Clearly, I'm not hitting on you, idiot. I'm trying to empathize. And she said, I'm trying to, like, bond with you on uh, familiar ground or something. And he he was just... I don't... I just... I don't like him. Because now, now you're proving that you're emotional as hell. Yeah. I can't trust you... Out in the, we don't even have to get along, but we have to have some sort of uh, understanding as partners. And if you are emotional behind your nephew and then emotional behind your son and now bringing your baggage of your your personal life into it's just I wouldn't I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't. <laughs> and it's, oh it, God, he sucks. I just. It, emotions make you cry sometimes. Only stop. Right. Pretty. Yeah. No, you got it. Cause that he's just. He's yeah. the worst. Like, except uh, in his, uh, his emotions make him angry all the time. Um, all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He. Um, it's funny because like I didn't realize how much of a dick he was until going back to watch this. But um, yeah, I guess it it, it gets better. Um, hopefully, but it, so then they you cut to Sean actually in high school. You know, going back to school. Yeah, staring at him. And then this guy apparently, is, I don't see him, I mean, he probably is the bully, but he's somebody who's just, you know, held one to, Sean apparently sold him some fake tickets or whatever, illegal scout tickets. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, well, that's your fault for buying damn scout tickets from a teenager. And, um, but the when he got arrested, he had like them or something or drugs. And so he had to do... He had two to do years. a little bit of time. Yeah, yeah, two years of probation, and so he goes off at Sean, and they get into a fight, and this leads to me establishing that Danny, his brother, is a fucking asshole. He like is. his brother, his brother doesn't step in until so him. late after he's 
slammed Sean against like the locker twelve times, and then you, ugh, I hate Danny. Yeah, and then um, you know, so then steps off with like the obligatory, "It's like we'll see you later," or whatever. Um, <laughs> so it lets you know that you know now he has you know, some bullshit happening in the school. Right. And then so then the scene after that is. Uh, 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 Tom and Diana uh, at the uh, police department, yeah, talking to um, the detective, mm-hmm. yeah, which is uh, strangely enough, he was a um, like the chief of police or something on Arrow. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he was I think up until like last season or this season. I think mm-hmm. I think they killed him off. Damn. <laughs> but Damn. he had been on that. He had been on there for a minute. I mean, Errol's Errol's that show's good for dropping bodies. So I, <laughs> I can't even say they killed the brother. They they killed right, right. Errol's mother. Spoiler, but um, <laughs> yeah. So he's in there. But see, the other thing that you'll notice about some of these shows that are all filmed in Vancouver is that a lot of the same actors pop up in a yeah. lot of these sci-fi genre shows. So he's. I think he's just one of those guys because yeah, you know yeah. Arrow Arrow is filmed up there too, and and in Riverdale, yeah. So and I think the other thing about um, and one thing we didn't mention is that Vancouver is a really good kind of gen- generic stand-in for yeah. like well, for Seattle, but like an American city. Yeah. Um, and the city even kind of plays a really good. Uh, it's just a good backdrop, you know, for the um you know, the series, mm-hmm. but um. So they're at the police station, and then they get a chance to go in and interrogate Orson. And um, so, okay, so tell me what you think about this. Diana does the whole thing of reading an email that the dead guy that Orson killed wrote to, I guess, partners of the company, mm-hmm. where he basically just kind of shits on Orson. Yeah. And, and that rides him up. And he starts using his abilities, you yeah. know, and I think he, he, he cracks a coffee pot. Yeah. And, um, and when they come out of there, Tom is pissed off because he's like, and this is the thing I agree with Tom because he, he's like, why did you do that without letting me know? And yeah. she was like, well, we, we were trying to, and he was like, you shut him down before I could even kind of talk mm-hmm. to him. And this is where I kind of refer to his experience as, as an investigator, mm-hmm. you know, versus her and says, you know, she's a, like CSI. Yeah, you know, but with you know, except way smarter. Um, so how do you how did you feel about that thing? Um, I hate Tom. No, uh, <laughs> no, seriously, I did like it. I liked it because that's the one part of this pilot that made me feel confident in him. Now the scene right before when they were talking to the black guy, I was pissed. But again, I understand it's a pilot that this man, the black man, and everyone in the police department has been watching this video and they've analyzed all this shit, but all of a sudden Tom shows up and he's like, oh, do you see that glass? Well, and so that felt cheap, but when we got to the, the, immediately the next scene and what you said, him him kind of chastising Diana, like, what the hell are you doing? That made me, whereas that first scene was felt cheap and forced, this felt very natural, like, no, he knows what he's doing. For me, that made no sense. Why would you even, why would you, let's see. We don't know what he's capable of. We don't know if he did this. Why would you give him the, I guess the, that's something they should have held on to. 
to yeah. pull out at a later date. I feel like, like, how are you reading this, man? Like, nobody's going to react well to that, even without powers. Like, this nigga talking about me? Like, I, I, it's, yeah, it was, she's, she's very inexperienced. So I still kind of like her, but I really, this is where Tom starts to not necessarily win me over, but I respect him a bit more because he does seem confident and competent in his job. So, yeah, I did like that scene. I did. So they, um, so then, and and what was the thing about glass? Remind me about that. Like, what did he notice in the video? With the, oh, that the glass from the house made it all the way to the front gate when uh, when old old boy was shaking the gate, and there has to be a good like ten feet at least between the front gate. At, at the very least, at the front gate in the front of the house. So for that glass to reach that far, that was a feat because there was nothing else made of glass at the front of the gate, you know, so. That was funny, yeah. So, uh, yeah, touch it of his followers. Um, so then, uh, so after they leave, uh, it goes back to uh, Maya and <laughs> another, <laughs> yeah, it's Maya part. They're, they're visiting her her parents' graves, you yeah. know, just to, you know, so, she, so she could, you know, just visit them and say, you know, give her goodbyes and, yeah. you know, whatever. And so she, um, <laughs> what did she say? She said, um, ah, remind me, like, she, Cedar, what did she say? She, something, he said, no, the, the dad's like, all these kids are littering in the cemetery. She was like, don't worry, Crown Ridge is, is nice. And he's like, what do you mean, Crown Ridge? She's like, that's where you'll be. Like, bitch, I'd have left her there. I'm... No, <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is, is, like, that's where she's more direct. Like, before she she yeah. she doesn't say, you know, she, she doesn't say the water heater is going to break. You know? Right, 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 right. Like, your nose is about to bleed. Hope that, you know, she, in this one, she's like, yeah, y'all are going to die. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, it's creepy. She... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like her. I mean, I do. I'm just. I. I don't like anybody on this show, but I love this show. <laughs> no, but yeah, that was that was odd. Um, I expected to see more of the parents, but uh, whatever. So, um, we get yeah, they the, just worry mm-hmm. about. No, no, we, it's just that I, I, I like, I like those people. Um, I feel like they should have gotten rid. <clears throat> Maya's storyline felt almost like a horror movie that was kind of shoved into this show, um, but with no payoff. Like, she wasn't a fire starter. She wasn't a 40-year-old woman who looked like a little kid. Like, she... It, her and that, that, that couple, I wanted to see more of them, more interactions, because when he eventually gets fed up, it's like, I get it, but it's like, you should have been done with her sooner, but... Whatever we we'll get there. Um, so yeah. So then um, the well, this is actually one of my favorite parts um, from the from this episode when they go to the um, the morgue and yeah. mm-hmm. they're talking to the um, medical examiner. She she uh, studied the the body of the guy who was killed by Orson mm-hmm. um, and said and she, she says in death. In life, he may have been, you know, just so-so, but in death, he, he was a rock, rock star. star. yeah. And what she said, yeah. So her and Diana are looking at um, his x-rays, and, you know, Tom's there, but they immediately, Diana realizes what happened. Like, basically, his his skull 
was shattered into thousands of thousands of tiny fragments. Um, and so they said that you know Tom was like he was impaled by the and he was she was like yeah that would have killed him but he was already dead when he fell. Yeah. Um, that, so oh. once again, it gives you an extent. It's the other thing. Like I like the way the abilities are used here. It's not necessarily just like a laser blast. It's not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Strength. You do get examples of those, but they do a really good job of, you know, kind of showing the nuances of, you know, how these abilities, you yeah. know, they work. So that, and when you see the skull, it's just like that. You know, it's yes. like shit. That's so that's he's so, so scary to me because of that yeah. picture. Like that, yeah, his anger and kind of like um, unleashed, uncontrolled, unchecked, like anger or power. But seeing that, which is so, I guess, a good way to tell a story, because I'm not actually afraid of him, but he is the scariest member of the cast so far, seeing what he's capable of, like, oh, him and Maya are probably, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's the, you know, after the medical examiner, um, Richard tries to call Lily at her well what he thinks is her house yeah and says that she's there so he, I think he's supposed to be in St. Louis um, and mm-hmm. so he's trying to reconnect and so he goes after that and well maybe he'd be in Seattle and um, Lily the Lily at the doctor uh, and doctor her that she's pregnant and yeah. Lily was like Lily says, I, you know, I, I didn't get down. You know, she doesn't say it like that, you know, before I left. I wasn't <laughs> pregnant before I left. And, um, so once again, so the question is, is like, what the fuck happened when she got abducted? Yeah, so. yeah. That's what I was thinking. And I, and I, I, I had two, I'm of two minds. One, that that is her husband's baby because she may have gotten pregnant. Like he said, I, I wasn't there for a while or whatever, but maybe she got pregnant before and then got abducted and whatever. Or you have an alien baby inside you. Or these aliens made you mate with another of the 4400 and you have someone else's baby inside of you. Like, I, I'm i I'm, I'm interested. That that kind of hooked me as well. I was already in to watch the show, yeah. but once she said that girl was pregnant, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I want to see how, yeah. this, how this turns out. Mm-hmm. Well, the crazy and the the crazy thing is, I was there's this other podcast I listen to called um, I think it's Lore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lore's Lore's a really good one. It's like they do a lot. It's like scary shit. That's okay. the best way I'll describe it. And one of the things that they actually most more recent episodes I listened to was about the first American abduction, mm-hmm. uh, alien abduction, and um, so I, you know that's where pretty much all of these. I hate to say this, like, tropes, you know, yeah. of, like, real world, um, I mean, if you believe in them, um, but the whole thing with the light and people being taken for experiments, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of further enforced by, you know, this scene where it's like, where did she get this baby? So so Lily finds out she's pregnant, and then they go to who is invited by thirsty-ass Nikki oh, God. to... Uh, to something, I don't know. She a tries party. to invite him some party. A party or something. Yeah. And and then his Hayden as brother sees them and uh I said thirsty Nikki is thirsty. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. So so 
so his brother starts kind of catching feelings, and then um, <laughs> what is what is the worst? And I feel so for Orson. Uh, comes to visit his wife and finds out that she has died. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. Now I know this is a pilot, but they to say, oh, we called your hotel room. I'm sorry for your loss. He clearly doesn't know what's going on. Why did you say that? Like, that was yeah. Weird. Like they, he's he said in the hallway. Like he didn't even say, hey, can we go to? Let's go to a room and talk about this. Let, oh. No, let's discuss this. Discuss this in the hallway where they are literally clearing off your wife's dead, um, your dead wife's bed, and you know dumping the stuff in the bags and yeah. just taking stuff. Yeah, like yeah, you gotta be tough. But what were you about to say? No, no, no. That's just that's that's one of the instances where I I felt he was justified. Not like I mean the powers are a side effect, but. Yeah, I'm going to freak out. I just got back from like a hundred years away. My wife has dementia. I lost my job. I was questioned for killing a man. I come to see my like, You could. Yeah, we we tried to revive her. That doesn't mean you tell me this in a hallway. Like, I don't. It, there was no care given to his situation. And you wonder why he flipped out. Like, bro. I, <laughs> so when he, he flips out. Um, once again, his he I think like lights burst, uh, papers are flying around, stuff thrown onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's essentially like it's an earthquake, a really bad earthquake. Yeah, uh, with a little bit of a tornado thrown into play. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So then, um, so he loses his shit, and then he leaves. <laughs> I mean, I guess he leaves. That's I put that in my notes. I said drunk Orson. Loses his shit and starts breaking shit. Yes. Um, the, I love my I love my notes for this like um, <laughs> for these episodes. Good. But Lord. um, then he leaves. Uh, he he runs out, and then they cut. To, and this is a kind of uh, plot point. Diana and Tom are noticing that. Um, okay, so all the abductees were. You know, taken from around the world, but then they were taken from across all across the U.S. Mm-hmm. And they're they're noticing now that, and they they show a like a map of this, like a digital map, that 65 percent of the returnees are grouped now in Seattle mm-hmm. instead of going back to their former home. I mean, former yeah. state, former homes. They're all there, and so it leads to the question of like, are they all? Um, and their group in this cluster. So, yeah. I mean, now, she mentioned the idea or the, the um, not idea, but a disease cluster. I've never heard of that. Um, I would imagine you would probably have more, um, like a better handle on what the, like, what is, what is that? I, I deliberately didn't look it up. Um, um so. let me see, because I can, while we're, um, this is this. I always hear this. This this makes for good radio. Um, <laughs> searching for um, for a term. It was See, disease cluster. And I, yeah, and I was like, I don't know if this is real, but I'm I'm going to let the show kind of give yeah. me this information. But you know, because you've seen, that, I didn't know if maybe like you knew what she was referring to. But him I and see, her. No, mm-hmm. no, it's just it seems like she's very science oriented and he's magic in the in in a sense like he's not literally like uh tom he's not literally like i'm 
practicing magic, but it seems like she's more rooted in science where he's more rooted in emotional and the things he's learned in a way that like a wizard would know these spells that he learned. And it may be a bit of a reach, but I feel like that's the kind of good cop, bad cop, black versus white, magic versus science. Because he even said, you know, it's a coincidence. She's like, oh, I don't believe in coincidences. This is what it is. And so uh, I like that I, I'm i starting to like them as a team more. Mm-hmm. Aside yeah. from my disdain for Tom. I still, I'm, I'm liking them together. So. Yeah, like that's that's the thing. Like that's their their relationship. Like I said, it reminds me a lot of uh, Mulder and Scully. Uh-huh. Um, and like that pair. I mean, even um, in Special Victim Law and Order Special Victims yeah. Unit, the um, the main Vincent, pairing on there. I yeah, can, yeah, I can't remember the names. Vincent but um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what this reminds me of where he's more, you know. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. Like he's a street cop, or he's. You know, he has he's very intuitive. Yeah. You know, and then she's more like, you know, follow the facts. You yeah. know, follow the facts. And he, he's one of those guys where he has to, you know, maybe kind of, you know, think outside the box or whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm showing a disease cluster is an unusually high incidence of a particular disease or disorder occurring in close proximity in terms of both time and geography. Typically, uh, when clusters are recognized, they are reported health departments in the local area so yeah. that's that's kind of what she's you know, focusing on okay. um so there the, the main point being is that 65 percent of the 4400 they come back um are in seattle so so that's a, another kind of plot point to kind of be aware of that yeah. they're not, not leaving this area um so then you go to another scene of lily and her husband oh, you know which and um, she shows up and tells, and he's like, I, I, I seriously thought he was about to say, well, I ain't the daddy. Oh, uh, because he, t- <laughs> he, he should her, have said. She tells, she tells him about the baby and, you know, instead of like, you know, being caring and uh, supportive, you know, of your, you know, of your ex-wife going through some shit. He's like, well, check out, check this reigning order. <laughs> right, which like, was oh, yeah. bro, it, yeah, that was. I he's a dick too, because I now I'm thinking, and God, okay, this is me. Maybe this is me, just my own personal biases. But how do you? She tell you all this, and I can still see you not wanting to be with her and wanting her to keep her distance. But now she's pregnant with a child that is your child's sibling. Like these are skeletons yeah. in your closet that need to come out. Like, yeah. oh god! I, it's, it was, yeah, he said he's like it's for the benefit, uh, for the for the health or for the good of his child that um she doesn't come in and confuse you know her 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 daughter her their daughter yeah uh and so she's she he he pays for his half of the meal and then he she leaves her which is like pay for the whole bill she's been yeah. like abducted <laughs> pay the whole bill man. Like, okay. And like my wife pointed out, she was like, "Well, they just had salad and bread, apparently, <laughs> for yeah. the meal." So yeah. maybe he was like, "You know what? That's cool. You know that's, that's you know, she'll be I, able to pay it." How does yeah. it fuck his wife? Like whoever Carol is, how are you okay with just taking over this baby's life? And so yeah. not even letting like. 
because she said, yeah, um, I can't have you in our life. Uh, Lily or Harriet, whatever the girl name is, she's Carol's. She thinks Carol's her mom, and we have a son. Okay, but I come into your life. I meet you. You're a single dad with a baby, a newborn, and I'm just like, how long were we dating before I just slid into your life as now I'm the mother of this child? And what does your my family as the new wife, what does my family say? Like, it's... I'll, I don't know. Maybe I was emotional, but I was like, this this shit isn't adding up. I don't. How do you just take over another woman's child, even if she ran away, but never mention that other woman? Right. It was like it was just some bullshit. I mean, yeah. it was it was some bullshit. <sighs> but um, so then they they go back to Diana and Tom. They get to they heard about or got the call from. Uh, the nursing home yeah. where his Orson kind of cut the fuck up and <laughs> you know the guy the director who the guy basically who told Orson about his wife and describing what happened and then Tom tells him like don't let leak you know what happened here and um, and so they leave there and we, we go now, to now hold on now with this scene because when he when Tom kind of strong on the guy it made it seem as if the nursing facility was like a bad place, like they were mistreating people. Is that the sense that you got from that? That he's got the sense that he he was he wanted to, you know, tell them like we'll look into what you know your practices. Yeah, you know, I, he said like something. I'll make it. I don't think he like had any history about the place, but he was like, I'll find something. You know, that was the thing. Okay. He was, he was okay. pretty much. So he he was definitely strong arming them, um, you know, to make sure that that information didn't leak. But I don't know if he had any like prior knowledge and of the place. Yeah, that's um, what I was saying. Like I don't. It didn't come off as like a like a slumlord situation. It seemed like they were yeah. just taking care. Of, but okay, so that makes sense now that you've said that. But I was like, what the hell are you? What? And uh, he he was he was just basically trying to get that stuff hushed up because you know by this point people are still people are acting paranoid and shit yeah, um, yeah. about you know, the, the 4400 or at least getting to that point getting yeah. to that level so then we go to there's um <laughs> basically are you still there yeah i'm here yeah yeah basically um the guy keeps talking shit to sean oh, and God, sean yes. rightly John rightly so turns around and says, "Like, okay, I'm tired of this shit. Let's yeah. just handle it, you know. Yes. Instead of just, you know, he should have walked away. But it, see, that's the thing I like about Sean. And he he actually turns into one of my favorite characters in the series. Is okay. just like, you know, he he's either gonna like, you know, he's like put up or shut up. Yeah. Um. And and he and the guy are like trading punches and. Um, I think Stuntman got his work in because they they, they go over yes. a wall or some shit. Yes, and I'm like, man, this is the this is the most immaculately kept uh, lawn for a high school. Yes, <laughs> god damn it, yes, yeah, Xavier School or something. <laughs> That's what it but, looks um, like. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Vancouver, y'all public schools look awesome. Like, mine's look like a prison yeah, when I was right. on the stuntman in high school. No but, grass, but yeah, <laughs> but no no windows. Um, so the, so what happens though, and the powers, so we saw that Sean can give life back, give some, yeah, give something, you know, mm-hmm. give life back to like this bird or to a, he can also take it because yeah. he gets on top of the guy and he starts draining 
this guy of like his life, you know, his life or yes. whatever. I don't. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the guy's face is very like ashen. It gets you know very gray, and people are looking and saying, "What the fuck is happening?" Right. And, right. And instead of Danny being the cool brother, yeah, kick his ass. He's just right. like, "Stop show." Oh my God. Like, get off of him, nigga. Okay, yeah. I just this, yeah. Fuck Danny. This is probably my favorite scene out of the whole mm-hmm. first pilot because it gives me. And I, again, I default to mutants because I just I grew up yep. reading X Men. But it gave. I'm so to take a quick aside. I hate the way Rogue has been depicted in X Men. I feel like they, they use her power as a crutch when there's so many interesting things you can do with her the um, kind of, uh, I don't know, schism between her and um, Captain Marvel is one of the better stories. This shows us what we could have got with a rogue storyline. Like, the fact that he is just, like, they put their money into the right things with this pilot. Like, showing him draining that life, like, it was so... Okay, I feel like I'm rambling and not really getting to a point. But the fight scene itself and then watching his powers go into action, like, they did a really good job. This is the rogue that we should have gotten in the X-Men movies is Sean. Like, uh, yeah, okay. It's it's definitely one of the, um, you know, know, just like Orson using his abilities, this is... Really cool to see. Um, so then, after that, uh, my and then Sean. The thing is, Sean just walks away. Yeah, <laughs> like, bloody like, lips and all. Yeah, he doesn't run. He walks away. It was like with an older woman on the um, street, and to my my wife was like, "Is that a teacher? <laughs> Did a teacher just watch this shit and just like I ain't involved?" But. Right. Uh, but um, so anyway, so then they cut to Maya's foster parents. Yeah. Uh, the, the husband, her father, is really creepy. They receive a pamphlet from the cemetery that they were going to bury it. So he's like, get it out of here. I don't want no muties in my house or whatever. Right, right. And, yeah. <laughs> and her mom is trying to be more real. He talks, she talks her down, him down and says, you know, let's let's talk to her and let's go see if we can get some help. And, you know, he's being a good foster mother. Yeah, but, like you should. Yeah, yeah but when goes to, to Maya or see her, Maya's already passed. You know, Maya knows that that's pretty much how we're going. So she, she has, like, suitcase packed up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a sad, it's, it's sad. It is. You know, she, because you, so she, uh, she, she, She's losing another family. You know, she's yeah. losing another family. Uh, and so then they go do from there to Danny and Sean basketball. And Danny is asking about the fight. He's being very accusatory and says like, "Which team, man? Which team?" Yeah. Sean is like, "Fuck you, hey ass Danny, hate, hate, hate." And um, <laughs> so that's basically it. And then you go to Tom and Diana going through. Uh, Orson's wife text, you know, because he he just got ghosts. Um, and she, I think they have a good conversation about being alone, having a family, and in that moment for Tom. But it's funny because they show Diana as being like kind of alone, and you know, she's basically yeah. just like being by herself and like 
having like crazy attachments. And the the, and the thing is, is, having seen the series, going back and rewatching it, it's I have the full right to understand what's happening, but they do a good job of laying out you know things that'll happen with her, okay. like personally. Good, so yeah, good. so that's that's a good like a little little moment of first shot, which I actually appreciated. Um, but then they find a picture of a cabin where Orson, it's like an older picture, a young, when they're younger, yeah. he and his wife stay. And from there, they use that to um, try to find a location. They figure he might be, you know, there because they had. And so uh, after that, the, the parents take her. If there's anything you want to jump in, you know, No, it's uh, the thing that's for this that's kind of throwing me is the timeline. And the only thing that kind of keeps the timeline in place for me is Maya talking to Diana when she said, oh, I'll see you. And she's like, well, you'll see me sooner than that. So I'm trying to figure out, was it like just two days that went by or was it because now that we have Maya returning to the uh, Orange is the New Black holding facility, what, <laughs> <laughs> like, what, um, what, how much time has passed, and how many days of school I, have Sean been? Like, what, I yeah, I, I would say like maybe a week or so. I mean, at the most, I would give it a couple of weeks because, you know, there is, is, um, yeah, because like I, I'm just saying like a couple of weeks. You know, maybe yeah. it, it hasn't been a full one, so it's just been like two or three weeks after everything has gone down and. You know, it's uh, the whole question of, like, when does Jack Bauer have time to go to the bathroom? Right. You know, why don't we see him go to the bathroom? It's just like, 24 you know, hours, goddamn. Yeah, 24 hours. So I'm, I'm assuming, like, just, you know, two or three weeks at the most. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, uh, yeah, uh, the parents bring her back. Um, and, um, you know, the, the foster mother tells her, like, you are not, you know, you, you, uh, you're, there's nothing wrong with you, but mm-hmm. what you might want to, the people may not react yes. well to the stuff that you said. Yeah. And from that, you know, Maya like is like, oh, okay, then maybe I need to shut the fuck up. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and I don't think she, the mother, the lady, tells her that in like a very bad way. She's just like, you know, hey, and, my husband. Yeah. So. And that's what and that's what I really liked about this show is because they're 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 juggling a lot of different things. They're juggling uh, immigration, uh, foster children, um, interracial relationships, racism. You're juggling a lot, and you're doing good with some and not so much with others. But this in particular, I'm not a product of the foster care system, but this came off to me as a very genuine conversation, especially uh, in contrast to her husband, who was a dick. I want her out of my house. Like, yeah, she's creepy, but this is a child. This is like a two-bedroom house. You know she can hear you. Like, calm down. But she, I really liked that she was like, look, you know, you're a good girl. You're sweet. You're nice. You're kind. You're important. All that good shit. And she did tell her in a very kind way, all that creepy shit you're doing, tone it down a bit. You don't have to tell everything because that's, you know, essentially why we're in this situation now. And it was a very, like, teachable moment. And I want to see Maya kind of grow from this, where she's not just, you know, you'll die when you're 54 in a car accident. Like, when she's not saying shit that's, like, scaring people. You know, so I, right. I really like that scene. So kudos to them for that. I would just love a, a scene of her at a party. Oh. Just walking around. 
fucking up relationships and <laughs> driving people to drink. Like that, that would just be crazy. But, oh um, God, yes. <laughs> and she's and she's dressed like. And the other thing that you, I don't know if you noticed, like she's still dressing as if she's in the forties. Yeah. Like in a way, like she's still like you know. And there is a point at which they update her clothing. Like I think it's, it's something that they you know, make. Yeah, but but I think that's still kind of in keeping with you know where she's from. You know, she still hasn't been able to shake the fact that, you know, this is just in nineteen forty six probably yeah. you know, hours. So but um so then um the Sean goes to I'm trying to think. Sean's back in school, people treating him like a dick. Um and then Thirsty Nikki comes up and says, Hey, you wanna mix C D uh oh. with generic sounding bands and uh colorful designs on the and I was like, wait, okay, whatever. So she um she gives them a mix C D, you know, says like, hey, we wanna bring you into the twenty first century or whatever. And yeah. um so then that jumps to Lily at the park looking at families and dogs and um you know one of the a sad ass montage about yeah. what oh, she yeah. can't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um they um Tom and Diana want uh, finding the uh, the cabin at yeah. uh, let's say Intech, yeah Intech, uh lo- you know, headquarters, and so as they're going to the car, this guy walks up and he stops him with divorce papers. So was- Linda, yeah, Linda has been dodging phone calls, but she can send some divorce papers. Fuck Linda, like well. yeah, I mean the divorce. I don't necessarily mind it's the same thing as. Lily's husband moving on, but like, if just own up to it. You yeah, know, like, like, I'm going to see like, you in the hospital room. Like, you could have like. Uh, like Tom ain't got no history of like hitting you upside the head or nothing. So I yeah, right, 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 uh, right. Yeah, she's. Uh, it's not that she's like she just doesn't feel like dealing with it. So, you know, so that he gets served, and then um, they go back to Lily at the park, and then Richard finds her because he remembers that. She mentioned that was the part that she used to her baby to. Yeah. And um, so he talks about how shitty things got for him, and she talks about how shitty and things got for her, and she fall, she starts crying. Yeah. And um, then they um, they go back to a really good moment of Ryland, uh, the, the director of Intech or the home, Seattle Homeland Security branch, he goes out and he sits with Maya, who's sitting outside the yeah. station or mm-hmm. the headquarters, um, with like agents standing nearby her. And because I think at this point they they know something's up. But either that or she's just a forty four hundred. They want to keep her yeah. her under watch. And it's a really sweet moment because he comes in, he sits, and he tries to get her to kind of talk about mm-hmm. what happened. And he even asks her, "Did they do anything to you?" And she was like, "No." And but then she doesn't say exactly what happened because yeah. she's to what her her foster mom told her mm-hmm. um so which was um i was going to say what do you think about him in that in that I, part i really liked him because it didn't seem i this this scene could have easily read as creepy as like stranger danger but he the body language the way it was written like it really felt it felt like he was a father figure and um yeah. Even when he said, did they do something to you? And she said, no. And he was like, well, did you do something to them? In this kind of 
joking but very serious way. I I think that this scene in itself is a good like if you're gonna pull two or three different scenes of the show to like try to sell someone on it, I think this in combination with maybe one or two other ones would be a really solid like package. Like this is a good show. Look at this. So that was a pretty yeah. just visually, like you said, the agents in the background, them relaxing in the the grass. Like it it was it it was a very nice um, it was a nice scene, and he I really liked him. I don't dislike him as a character, but that was like one of those humanizing moments where he's not just yelling at people barking orders. Like he was very dad like. So I'm looking at him in a different light going forward. So um, after that, um, Richard and Lily uh, are at a I guess they're at a diner. And you start feeling that they have a connection, and he confesses that he um, he and Lily's grandmother, Lily One, I guess the Lily Prime, had a relationship. <laughs> and, she, and she and she says something like, "I already figured that." And uh, and you see them kind of you know getting closer. And I wrote that I, I really like the scenes like this, yeah, where the characters are connecting um, and getting to know one another and. Because at this point, you know that they were kind of destined to kind of come back, you know, together. Yeah. And it's just, this is essentially, actually, it's a second chance for both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they show Sean listening to music. Um, and then Diana and Tom get to the cabin and find D.O.B., um, drunk old Bailey, Orson Bailey. And um, <laughs> and he, he, he Tom talks to him and... He says we're here to help you, and he goes, "No, you're not." And oh, it was just God, weird. That's exactly what he sounds like. Yeah, and I just want to be left alone. And begins um, <laughs> using his abilities as Diana goes and she she goes to the other side to see if there's a way in, and then he starts using abilities, and the house, the cabin is shaking, and and then Diana points to Tom and says, your nose is bleeding, and then Diana's ears, he, she's bleeding from her ears. Right. And everything's in you, and they pull their guns, and Tom kicks down the door, open the door, and they fall down, or are about to fall down, or Tom falls, that's what it is, he yeah, falls. He mm-hmm. And then Diana comes in and tells Orson, like, you know, stop, stop it. He's like, I can't, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can't control it. And he he's bleeding from the eyes, the ears, the nose, he is, everything else. He has blood like smeared on his head because he tried to wipe the blood off, and then she shoots him. Which so is, uh, I thought she was gonna shoot him in the head. I was like, I oh, shoot him in the arm? Fuck that! Like, but eh, I get it. But fun, a fun fact about that scene, apparently, because like the funny because like the, you know in the series, this is the first time that she shot somebody because she's you know she's more the science. Um, so, you know she she's kind of agent, but. Uh, this is the first time shot, but uh, on the you know fun fact about the forty four hundred for this scene, she apparently was pointing at the guy's crotch when um she when she shot him. She shot him in they, the, wow. No, well, no, no. By act like when they filmed the scene the first time, they noticed she was pointing oh, at his crotch. I was to say, so, okay, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, but, but then they they got her to make it look like you know she shot him in the arm or something. She but um. Sucks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, she shoots him, and so they call the paramedics. So he's not dead. Um, he um, 
I think. No, he's she, like the the cabin is literally falling apart around them, yeah. and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you know, don't don't die on me." I'm like, "Mother, you just shot him in the arm!" Like, uh, I I get it, but it's I don't know. She I, she wants to help him. Is that yeah. that's what it is? She <laughs> she's gonna she's the reason we in this mess to begin with. Just like Mora McTaggart in Apocalypse, X-Men Apocalypse. If it wasn't for you fucking around with stuff with emails and hieroglyphics and shit, we wouldn't be in this mess. So, uh, she it's her fault, Diana. Shit. But, uh, so then she, so the thing that stands out about this is that after you know, she mentions that she's shot anyone, so this is a bill for her, um, she... She asked when they're back in Intech, Sean, uh, basically, has Sean shown any abilities or any yeah. signs? And um, when he was back, Sean holding the bird, Tom, and Tom said, no, he hasn't. <laughs> so mm. so he, he lies to her about that. And um, the, the like, to, uh, scene where... Um, Sean is at the house and his hating ass brother is on a website. Him and Nikki are looking at the oldest damn website on the main. God, um, yes. like it was this, it isn't even like 2000. This shit looks like it was made in like 1990. It does because I, I had a computer in my home in 2004, so and it, it looked it was an Apple, one of those big ones with the colorful back on it. Like that, yeah, that was unnecessarily old. Yeah, they uh, and but it's a it's a it's a website about the four hundred, yeah. and they you know to label them the forty four hundred now. So, and the story about Orson Daly has leaked out and about like and basically like kind of a an anti forty four hundred page or like a kind of exploitative page. Yeah, you know where they show him as being like pretty looking. And when Sean comes and sees him, you know, he's like, hey, you're seeing this? And he's doing it like a dick. And Nikki says something, you know, she's like, hey, you like, don't do that. And and then Sean just leaves. Yeah, because, I mean, um, I, I'm, I'm with him in this because, one, you're my brother. You were so happy for me to come back. But now that the, the pressure's on, you're, you're pissed because even before – he touched uh, the bully and sucked the life from him. You still were being a dick to me. Like, for what? We're brothers. And then Nikki, Nikki, right? That's her name? Yeah, Nikki. And, and even her, it's like her, she's the other side of the spectrum where she doesn't have hatred towards me, but your obsession with me seems to be very unhealthy. Like, yeah. Something's off about her. Now, it may just be the way the actress is coming off, but I personally feel like, not having seen the rest of the episode seasons, that she's some she's going to cause trouble in the future. That's what I predict. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, fuck, fuck Nikki and Danny and whoever else did. Yeah. So they, um, and so the episode ends with, you know, Sean leaves the house and he goes to the hospital to... I think this is the first time that he's he's seen Kyle in a coma, yeah. and so you may think like, oh, he's just going to visit, but like, no, nah, he's got something else on his mind. So he mm-hmm. goes and he puts his hands on Kyle, and they show him like using his abilities mm-hmm. um, to basically kind of you know help him out, and then Kyle 
wakes kind of wakes up. His eyes are already open. He wakes up and gasps like very loudly, falls back, and then Sean walks out of the room. Like now, he he runs out of. Now that would could have went uh, like a bunch of different ways. So I was scared that he was going to kill him on accident by trying to heal him. But what I will say is I like the choice. Um, not cinematography. What is it? The um, just the very fact that on the, the the last part of this episode, every time someone uses their powers, their face is like hidden in shadow. So when Maya, when uh, Foster Mom comes in the room, Maya, which we can't show her using her powers because there's nothing to see, but she's covered in darkness. Uh, yeah. When Orson uses his powers in the cabin, though there, you know, you get light on his face for the most part. The way it's shot, there's a lot of shadow on his face, much like with uh, with Sean when he, excuse me, touched his cousin's body and made him come back to life for a few seconds. He steps back and it's still nothing but shadow. So I don't know. I took one film class, like I don't, <laughs> I don't think I know all the ins and outs. But there's something to that that I I think maybe as the audience is supposed to make us almost fear their power. I would imagine. I don't know. But I, that's something that I picked up on. I said, okay, something is going on with this shading shit. Like, something's going yeah. on there. I don't know what it is, but I expect something to come from that. Yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the, the official end of uh, the pilot, the yeah. second part two. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, with any thoughts overall? I mean, you've seen the series, but... Just the pilot alone. Do you have any kind of takeaways from it, or? Um, the, yeah, the second part I thought was cool because that, this is when they start getting more into, and I don't want to call it. I, you know, the easy way of calling it is trick of the week, um, but basically they're case by case, and that's the. And I really like that because, like I said, it does a good job of tying into the larger story. Yeah. Um, the overall story that they're gonna, you'll, I think, is revealed at the end of this season mm-hmm. um and some of the and you get a look like you said there's a reason why there are 4400 people because there's a shit ton of characters that they can use right 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 um, stories of when you start seeing some of these people and it's just like yeah this is you know the storytelling potentials as a writer like yeah. I, if they gave me just one person to write a yes like even a one-shot comic about i would i would love like you know so-and-so from Topeka, Kansas, or you know, <laughs> or some up in you know um, New York City or um, whatever you know right, the West right. Coast. It's it's, <clears throat> it's really cool to kind of see that play out and um, uh, and you know I think more of the interpersonal relationships are established more you know with uh, Diana and uh, and uh, Lily and Richard. Uh, Sean, you know, kind of by himself, but uh, you know, overall, I mean, both pilot, you know, episodes brought together, it was a solid uh, pilot. You know, definitely something to get you invested in coming back. Yeah, uh, definitely, I I agree because I'm I'm ready for uh, the next two episodes. And what I really like about this show is what I like about Twilight. Um, I like the show just to have in the background while I'm doing other stuff because. The movie, uh, the movie rather, Twilight isn't all that great, but when you get to that final, you've seen Breaking Dawn. 
I stayed away from those movies. I'm sorry. The only, <laughs> the only one I saw, the only one I saw, was I went to a dollar movie theater with friends, and uh-huh. we watched the one where uh, somebody the werewolf imprints on. It was the grossest thing. Like he says, he yeah. imprinted on her. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm that's uh, it. That well, that's the first one of the like the the, the last two movies, but the last movie, like, gives you a very X Men battle royale uh, assembling of the Avengers. Like the last movie, I always recommend, even if you don't like Twilight, but if you like powers and big fights and, and like finding, going on a mission to find other superpowered people, that's the movie to watch. And that's what this uh, show reminded me of because Twilight itself is just about these vampires and they shine in the werewolves. But then you get to that last act and it's just like this all-out brawl of like uh, Age of Apocalypse scene fight. Whereas with this, it's the same thing where this is really like a immigrant story, a, a foster child story, a man displaced in time. But the powers are like second to everything else. So when you see these things kind of flaring up, I get that same excited feeling like, oh, is there going to be a war? I mean, there may not be, but even if there isn't, I, I want to see how these people interact with each other. Their personalities are what make me excited. And then secondly, I want to see how their personalities and their powers kind of work with each other. So in that regard, it's, 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 that's my long winded way of saying it was like Twilight's last movie. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm excited for this series, like going forward. Cause this is, I've been sleeping on this. I'll say that. I've, I've slept on 4,400 and now I'm woke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, um, it was definitely a solid um, And, you know, for it to be, <laughs> if I was watching it, I realized like the season was only five episodes. I was like, shit. <laughs> you know, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I better get a second, second season after this. But, um, yeah, I you know, I know that this was the one of the you know, precursors to you know kind of the real you know quote unquote realistic takes on superheroes. Yeah. Um, you know that you got with things like uh, Chronicle, um, and I'm trying to think. Chronicle was a big one. Um, and there was another show on Sci-Fi where it was um, it was about a team uh, with Malika. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the name of that damn show? Kilba Sci-Fi Channel. Oh, um, I do not. And know. that, and if you, uh, wait one sec. Being human. Alphas. Oh yeah, no, Alphas. no, yeah, and I knew that. I watched yeah. a, a few. Of, yeah, okay, yeah, that was yeah, another interesting show. Yeah. That would, that actually be another one to focus on. But yeah, uh, Alphas. Um, and then also Heroes came a couple of years afterwards, Chronicle. Um, and I know I'm missing uh, um, you know, dealing with the whole you know, super-powered regular it was, it was funny, a while back I actually wrote a, um, a article with the Tesla Guild, uh, a place where I belong for, and it was a list of um, super-powered you know, regular people, uh, things. Oh, and even, um, um, uh, Jumper. Yeah, yeah, Jumper was, yeah, that was good, too. Let me write that. Yeah, Jumper was, Jumper was, it was, the, the book is way than the, um, 
than than the movies. I would definitely recommend checking that out. Okay. There, there are a couple of different sequels, but you know the movie was it was fun. It was it was fun for what it was, but but that had before, but it's kind of like in that same vein. So, um, you know, so I I kind of liken that to things like that versus um, you know more of the you know like Avengers or the X Men you know, things like that. Right. But, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's, uh, but I enjoyed it. Enjoyed yeah, it. yeah. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah, this this was good. I'm excited about going forward. Um, again, I'm not going to watch anything until we get ready to record because I want it to be fresh. I don't want, I, I, yeah, I don't even want to have time to like just sit on it for a couple of days. Like I want to, I want it to just be brand new because this is, this is exciting for me because it's I'm new to it so you know kudos to 4400 they've been doing or did a very good job with this show so far mm. uh, so where you you mentioned uh, where to see in your favorite character yeah my favorite uh, I'm going to default to Richard because okay. I mean you know but that fight scene really did it for me like Sean is a close second, but I have to go with Richard. I yeah, I have to stick with Richard, uh, Marsh Lali's character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what about your, uh, you you said favorite scene? Huh? Favorite scene? Oh, favorite. Well, it was. It had to be that fight scene. It is. Oh, like, I'm, yeah, hands down. Like it was good. There were good scenes and you know good acting, but that fight scene did it for me from the time. You know, they walked down a little path and got the yelling back and forth and then flipped over that divider. Yeah, it the fight scene. Yep. As far as um, favorite character, it's for me, it's a toss-up between um, I'm going to go with Richard, but then also uh, I like Diana was um, kind of in the no-nonsense look into everything going on and, you know, checking it out with, like, a more kind of specific perspective. Uh, and even the point of, like, seeing these people as being, um, like, uh, scientific oddities. Yeah. You know, that should be watched. And I, and I like that they balanced her out with uh, more of the emotional. You know, it's funny because, like, there's a tendency to, like, women characters are more emotional, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and being led with their hearts. Uh, their hearts, but just like you know, just the emotions. But Tom is that's Tom, you know. Tom and Tom and, is your favorite. Tom, no, Tom is oh. he is more the emotional one of the two, yeah. And uh, and I like Diana because she's not okay. So, so like I said, it's a talk to her and Richard. Um, you know, Richard is definitely the big, you know, it, like. It's a man out of time. Richard's definitely the man out of time. Uh-huh. I mean, he's like literally the soldier. <laughs> the soldier. Right, right, right. Um, and and his is definitely much more complex because he's dealing with the issue of like being a black man in America. Yes. Uh, which in sci-fi you don't get that focus. You know, as as the focus of the series, but they also allow him to just be a regular, you know, just a person. Yeah. You know, defined by their honor. Like now, this it is. You know, <laughs> So it's a, it's a good balance, uh, but as far as my favorite, you know, and it was, um, 
Oh God, I forget. I forgot exactly what a seven favorite scene was. Um, if y'all will listen, I'll probably just add another one. But I would like to see. Oh, the the part at the morgue, because you got yeah, where they saw the um, the extent of Orson's abilities. Okay. Uh, yeah. 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 She said he was a rock, and so you got a sense of like, damn, this shit is serious. There are more people out there like him. Yeah. Uh, you have a sense of the true threat, and and I'm going to cheat. And the, the other was any scene with really uh, together. Anything what? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, um, so yeah, those those are I guess my, my favorite scene and my favorite characters. Okay. So uh, so your favorite wait wait wait. wait. <laughs> favorite my favorite characters were uh, I said Richard and Diana. Okay. And yeah. my. Yeah, and my favorite scenes were the morgue scene, um, and any scene Richard and Willie. Okay, yeah, and I and I'm I like them, and I'm one who believes that you know love is love, do what you want. I'm not here to police your affections and whatnot, but I am one who also understands that when it comes to a black man in a successful or a position on TV, you always default for the most part to having a white or a white passing woman. When it comes to them, this pairing, I, I don't get that initial kind of, um, I don't want to, what is that, visceral, I don't have that initial reaction of, like, uh, going against this because this is what I'm presented with for the most part. Like, within the context of this show, their relationship seems genuine, and I want to know, I want to see where this goes. Even if they end up just being friends or lovers, I want to see how... I want I I want more of I want to see this story, you know. Right. So, I mean, there's that. So, yeah, shit. So, this is the the damn first episode of the uh, A Light in the Sky, the forty four hundred review or recap. So, man, how are you? I, how you feeling? <laughs> Rob? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's um, definitely. Something I yeah, this is a show I'm hyped about, so I can I can talk about it all day. Um, but um, yeah, it was really uh, so I'm glad to and thanks for the opportunity to you know just roll. Through. But I think that uh, we yeah, this will be a kind of good for folks to watch it and listen to as far as like a you know kind of a companion piece. Yeah, you know, right, right, right. <laughs> Yeah, yes. but it's uh, and it's something that I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think a lot of people know about. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I hope that you know, I always heard that, like certain Star Trek shows, like Deep Space Nine, you know, they have a resurgence on like Netflix or Hulu, yeah. or yes, All Access now that it's on there. But you know, and there's a, uh, you know, people are interested in that. I think they're even doing a documentary. So hopefully, you know, there's just as much interest in going back to kind of revisit this you know for people if we can get this out to um as many listeners as possible I'm, Absolutely. I'm yeah so. yeah i'm I, that's what i'm fingers crossed hell so uh with that being said let, let the folks know where they can find you online and and uh kind of uh not stalk you but kind of um you know just follow your your uh your movements <laughs> yeah yeah um you can my main website is robert k uh, J-E-F-F-R-E-Y.com. So that's Robert K. Jeffrey.com. And you can find me on, um, I think, uh, 
I was gonna say Netflix. You can find it online, <laughs> uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram through uh, through that. Uh, yeah, that's that's the main place it had, and uh, I got he's a route three for sale. Yes, so. yes, yes. So yeah, that'll, that'll, I'll leave those links in the show notes. So listeners, go ahead and um, go to the show notes of whatever podcast platform you're listening to, and the links will be available. Um, I of course am Rain Coleman, your co-host. <laughs> of uh, Light in the Sky, the 4400 recap. And uh, shit, come back next time. <laughs> and um, until then, you know, stay on the same nerd time, same nerd station, stay carefree, nerdy, and all that good stuff. And we will see you next time for the next installment of A Light in the Sky, a 4400 recap review show. <laughs>